Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. Dr. Bert Mandelbaum is one of the world's top orthopedic surgeons, which means he works on the bones, joints, ligaments, tendons, and muscles that are essential to a human's ability to move. His patients are Olympians and champions in sport, and he's had leadership roles with massive organizations like the USOC, FIFA, and the MLS. But how did he get there? Well, in part one, Dr. Mandelbaum will share about the influential sporting moments and individuals of his childhood and how, among many many ambitious dreams, he was compelled to become a doctor. Years ago, while covering the NFL, I was working on a story about the spike in major knee injuries. In the course of my research, looking for experts, I came upon Dr. Burt Mandelbaum. Though he hadn't done a whole lot with American football players, he had done significant work with the game the world knows as football. He was so passionate and articulate, and you could sense in Dr. Mandelbaum a unique quality for someone who's experienced so much. He is eminently curious and loves to learn. I've known Dr. Mandelbaum for many years now, but I learned so much about him and what led to his amazing career in part one of our conversation. Well, I am so pleased to have Dr. Burt Mandelbaum as my guest this week. Dr. Mandelbaum, I have so much respect for you, and we've had such wonderful conversations over the years. So thank you for agreeing to join me on this podcast. Sean, it's a pleasure to be here. It really is. Uh, I've followed your writings and your thoughts and concepts. So motivating and inspiring to our young kids, adolescents, and most importantly, parents. So it's a pleasure to be here. Well, I appreciate that so much. Well, one of the things that I don't even know too much about, and so I'm excited to ask you this, is one of the questions I'd love to ask my guests is, what's your favorite childhood sports-related memory? Well, my favorite childhood sports-related memory is actually what I call the Mickey moment. I grew up in New York, and at 11 years old, I would idolize Mickey Mantle. I would practice how he would walk, how he would run, how he would hit from the left side, from the right side, how he threw, how he hit a home run, how he ran around the bases. And I would make my dad take me to the Yankee games, especially during the week in April when it was cold and misty and rainy. I would sit on the right field fence and one particular evening, sitting there all by myself, no one else in the bleachers there with my chin on the fence, looking out and watching every one of his moves. The Yankees at that point weren't at their best. And Mel Stottlemyre was getting hit out of the park and they were changing pitchers. And whoa, behold, Mickey Mantle walks over to me and puts his hand on my elbow. And to this day, I could smell what his uniform smelled like. The tobacco, the tar in his hands, the feel of that uniform wool and sweat all coming together. I remember that Mickey moment today, just like it was then. Wow. And that influenced my whole life as an athlete, as a coach and a sports doctor. Mm-hmm. And it is part of what contributed for me to write a book and, and to do the things like we're doing this evening. So that was my Mickey moment. I remember like it was yesterday, 11 years old, And for all the kids out there and all the parents, it's so critical that we remember how important those moments are for each one of our children. Hmm. 
Wow, that is a wonderful story. Thank you so much for sharing that. My pleasure. Dr. Mandelbaum, which coach encouraged and inspired you most when you were younger? Oh, I had several, so many coaches in my life. And again, for you parents out there, coaches are so critical. Just remember, we start with the concept and the definition. What is a coach? Comes from the French. It's really a vehicle that takes you from one point in life to another point in life. So for me, there were so many coaches, high school football, high school lacrosse, wrestling. Those were the sports that I was involved with. And, and the coaches, Goldmere, McNamara, Veneziano, were all my coaches. And every one of them, I give credit for a different part of me. They really imbued me with a variety of characteristics and traits that came from pushing and working hard, from empowering me to be the best that I could be. That's incredible. Thank you for that as well. What was the most valuable lesson you learned through a challenge or defeat when you were younger? Well, probably the biggest and best defeat that I learned how to really deal with struggle and adversity was in my ninth grade. I was one of those kids at 14 who was slow to hit puberty. At five foot three, I wasn't quite big enough to make the football team and I got cut. But I, in my mind, I already had the Mickey moment. I was going to be a great athlete, but my body hadn't really known how to go for the ride yet. And so I got cut and I was shattered and really shattered. I was probably depressed is what you would call it. But it had a very significant effect on me and it unleashed a part of me that I now call it the victorious spirit that athletes get in adversity when there's a struggle, when they're down, when the odds are against them. They reach back and a spirit comes out that helps them, all of us, become successful in developing a way that adversity is the engine of unimagined opportunities. And in that year, between my freshman and my sophomore year, my body grew to my adult height of almost six feet one, and I gained about 50 pounds. And my very next year, I went on to make the varsity and play and start on the varsity as a sophomore, then go on to be a captain of the team later in my career. So adversity is a negative, but it becomes a can and should become a strong positive. Remember the concept. Adversity is the engine of unimagined opportunities. We all need to think about that because we as humans are really built for adaptation. We're not built for too much success. We're not built for too much failure, but we are built sturdy for adaptation. It's in us. We just need to access it. We need to integrate it and empower ourselves to discover that our wins are within. Now, I know this may be a little bit hard, but you've got such a remarkable memory. But as you reflect on your journey, what's one thing you would tell your 8, 12 or 16 year old self? Stay focused. You know, think about remembering how important life is. It really comes down to five important principles. First, we are what we eat, we drink, we think, and we do. It's a very important part of and everything that we say matters in that regard. Second, we have to remember to be optimistic. We need to be positive. We have to have hope in everything we do and every person that we interact with. Third, we, we've got to provide ourselves with discovery, adventure in our lives. Make a new class, develop a new hike, climb a new mountain, get a new bike, create the adventure and make it happen. Fourth, it's about relationships. 
at every level. Remember, life is a team sport. It's critical. Every day of our life, I wake and I sleep with a concept of how important people are in my life and how important people are to all life. There's a great concept that comes from the Zulu. It's called Ubuntu. Ubuntu. And what that means is that we are interconnected, that I live for you and you live for me. If we remember that, the importance of relationships, building those relationships, that's how we become successful in life. And lastly, character. Character counts at every level. Do the right thing 100% of the time. It's very easy to say, but once you say it that well, and over and over again, you realize that 100% is an absolute. If you do the right thing 100% of the time, you'll remember that character counts at all times. So that's simple. Five things. That's all we have to do. If I knew then what I know now in those five things, imagine how well I'll be doing. I think you're doing just great as is. Dr. Mandelbaum, when did you decide that you wanted to pursue medicine as a career? Well, I grew up as a kid. I, I, I had a lot of di- different aspirational dreams. My first big one was I wanted to go work with Jacques Cousteau. And uh, I, I grew up around the ocean, fishing and diving and taking it into college. I really was a biology and a marine biology minor and uh, loved diving. I worked as an ocean lifeguard for six years in Long Beach, New York. And that was my place. That was my happy space, being between the two jetties, understanding what was underneath the water. Uh, the ecosystem really was, for me, I was fascinated with, and I still am, and continues to be one of, for me, one of my most important hobbies that I focus on today. So I, I think then uh, I had an injury and playing football and injured my knee and had to have surgery and an orthopedic surgeon really resonated with me and it became a transformative experience for me. And from that point on, I decided I wanted to be a physician and specifically because I was an athlete, uh, I wanted to work with athletes and become a sports medicine physician. When was that injury, Dr. Randall it was uh, in my senior year in high school, but it, it really translated to a procedure in between my, my senior year in college. And I then from that point on decided maybe this was a career that I need to figure out. And as I, as I got towards the end of college, that's really when I really solidified my critical understanding of the field and how much I wanted to be a physician. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you can immediately get the latest episode. If you have any comments or questions, visit my website, seankjensen.com, and go to the contact page where you can even leave me a voice recording. Winning is not everything, but the three H's to be a real hero in life are hustle, humility, and heart. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, and we'll see you again next time.